Sam Hickman, a woman wearing underwear. You're welcome. Thank you. I know what a delightful change. How how are how are you how are you doing? How are you How are you succeeding in this world? How are you thriving? How are you um how are you getting through? <laughs> How's it going? Anyway, hi. Welcome to another episode, yet another episode of Hyperlocal Celebrity. A podcast by me, Sam Hickman, who forgot what a podcast was until she just said podcast and was like, it's like the radio, but on your phone. Okay, I got it. I got it. Hi. Um, well, let's just, let's just get into it. What did you do this week? Okay, this week, um, let's, I don't know, let's, let's call it like, I don't, I don't know where to start. Okay, so Friday. Friday, 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 I get an email, as I am ought to do, from the delightful people at Music and Hospitals, and they're like, this, um, Harpist is cancelled at, um, like a, a special school, and they, they used special school, so you know it's the right term, because I'm, I'm not good at terms, I'm not good at terms or staying present or current in the, in the world. Anyway, so, um, this Harpist had been booked in to do a, um, yeah, I am right. Yeah, it's Lark Rye Special School. Um, shout, shout out to them for having me. Um, so they um, they had booked a harpist through Muscan Hospitals to do like a like a two concerts for their like children, so their lower school and their upper school. Um, and she had dropped out on Friday, and I was like, just I. They were like, can anyone do this? And I was like, I'll do it. And they were like, they want half an hour of Disney, and I was like, I can do that. Um, so. They were like, we'll find you some concerts because it was in Trowbridge. And I was like, thank you. And they um, they got back to me and were like, can you do a third concert? And I was like, yes, this is the challenge that I want. They were literally like less than a mile from each other. They were like, like truly all three of these venues were all like, like truly a 15 minute walk from each other. I still drove because um, I have a harp. I'm not walking for 15 minutes with a harp. That's insane. Um, that's truly ridiculous. Anyway, so um, so I I I set off in the morning on a sunny Monday morning, and I um like it's so the first one's eleven. It's like an hour and a half away from me, and I leave at like nine, and I see like a text from my mother, and I'm like, I can't reply. I gotta get in the car, get everything in the car, go to the first one. It's a care home. Have a blast, do my little thing, and then I'm like, lunch time, and I go to Tesco because um, they give you money for lunch, and I was like, yes, 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 free food, yes, um, and so I went and I went and got food. Um, truly, I think the majority of my life and success as a freelance musician is accredited to my ability to eat food in my car 
Like, that's it, really, isn't it? Just, like, eating lunch in your car, listening to an audiobook and trying not to be depressed. Like, just, like, in the Tesco parking lot, in, the in like, a hot car. Just, like, this is delightful. I love this. Um, and then I did, and then I did the school, and I was, like, um, I was, like, oh, I, like, I've never, I've never done a children's concert before because I only do all people because... I do jazz standards and musical theatre and like classical things and folksy things and all people like are my demographic like truly anyone over 65 I just thrive you know I almost said that in my um whatever it was live music now audition but I thought everyone on the panel would get offended um if there were people over 55 65 um anyway so the um the school was we did it in the gymnasium um and it was baking this was the hottest day i have ever like experienced but it was it was great um the first the first concert like like i'm all tuned up i'm all ready all the kids are there there there's like 20 to 30 kids at each one of these concerts that i do um and I, um, I like, I start and then as soon as I start, someone turns off all the lights. And so I'm just like playing Let It Go from Frozen in the, in the, in the complete dark, like, let it go. (laughs) Just like trying to find where all my strings are. Um, and so I did the first one and it was great. And then they, um, like swapped all the kids around and I had different set of kids and it was great. Honestly, it was a delight. They loved me. I'm a delight. Anyway, so I went and um, got some fuel, went to the third concert, and I was, like, exhausted by this point, because I was like, oh, I, um, my, I've been playing for a solid two hours at this point. Um, and, like, yeah, and then I, and then I do this last hour concert, and I'm like, we did it. Oh, my goodness. I get in the car, and I go home. Anyway, the main, like, the overlapping theme of this whole day was over the weekend, I did a white wash where I bleached all of my, like, whites overnight in the shower. Um, I, I didn't leave them in the shower. I just did them in a bucket in the shower, and I can close the shower so Brenda doesn't get in and, and drink bleach, I guess. She's a very smart cat, but sometimes I'm like, I, we gotta, like, honestly, I'm just, like, looking out for your best interests, Brenda. Um, and so I do it in the... I do it in there and I really use too much bleach and then I put it in the um in the washing machine in the morning um to do the wash and I um forget to put in detergent um and then I like go back in and like throw some detergent in the thing but it's not enough detergent um and it clearly doesn't go down the the thing particularly well um doesn't go down the chute particularly the detergents shoot you know the thing the yeah you know you know what I, you know laundry you've done laundry before anyway so I put on this skirt Monday morning ready to go it's white as the driven snow it's it's finally gotten all those stains out from all these years of abuse um i honestly i blame myself i also ruined one of my favorite jumpsuits so that's really sad (laughs) i'm gonna dye it it'll be fine um i'm gonna dye it and lose a bunch of weight (laughs) anyway um so i yeah so i get to i get to this like the first like care home and i'm just like is there a pool here? What's happening? Why do I feel like I want to go swimming? And then I get into the thing and I get like, I get into the concert. I get 30 minutes through the concert and I'm like, 
oh no, it's this skirt. So I'm just like asphyxiating on bleach for like hours, hours. And like, I'm just like sweating so much because like the thing that they don't tell you about being a freelance musician is the amount, especially a freelance harpist where you play for long periods of time is just like, it's cardio. It's truly like, like a workout every single time and when you're singing at the same time as I am ought to do famously being a singing harpist like I don't want to say like my work is harder than your work but it is it it truly is the next time you dear sweet harpist are sitting down at um any any instrument that you that you own one of your various harps um and you just do a little google search of anything that i've that i've played on youtube um and try and do it i i fucking dare you um, i fucking dare you um it's hard you sweat i sweat so much and i was just like what i wear i wore like very summer clothes and i was just there like like covered in sweat, just drenched in sweat. Yeah, and so I I got home after that and I um washed that skirt again. So and I also washed washed all the other clothes because there was like bed sheets and things and I was like this is all just I'm gonna be lying in bed just like should I go swimming? Like this is this is it. It's the only time I ever think, oh I would like a pool in my house because I'm like oh I love the smell of bleach. I don't know I don't know. Does no, this is this is. This is it. Anyway, um, so I I am going through Tesco's Monday Monday afternoon looking for some food. I'm looking at their homeware because, you know, it's that classic two-hour break where you have, like, 15 minutes to get in between a venue, but they've given you two hours because they're sensible. Um, and my mother, like, calls me and is like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yes. And she's like, you didn't reply to my text. And I'm like, oh, it's really nice that she worries about me. <laughs> I hadn't done an Instagram as well yet that day. So as well, I feel like she was like, she was like, I was worried you might have died or something. I'm like, oh, oh no. Um, so that was, that was nice. That was nice. Anyway, um, so Sarah has been gone all week so they left on sunday they're back today this is sunday um and honestly I, okay i'm only saying this because i know the majority of this audience works from home a lot like this is the this is the niche of the niche like okay do you find and this is only actually i'm gonna phrase it as i find and this is also i'm i'm just gonna i'm just gonna like state the thing and then you'll be like Absolutely. Okay. I often find that whenever Sarah or another person is here, I just like th the energy gets sucked out of the room. Like I just like there's a very like there's a very big shift in energy of the house. Um, hi, I am currently wearing a shawl. Um, <laughs> saying words like energy in the room. I need to sage smudge it out. Um, like I I just like whenever Sarah has days off that I am working I always like feel like there's like like a like a pull like there's like a suction like the energy just sort of goes and I I often find this as well when people are like staying over like the energy just sort of like gets pulled out of the house and pulled out of me and I often find that I'm just doing less and so whenever Sarah goes away for like a, like a period of time be it like a couple of days or like a week I always have like I always literally do absolutely everything. So, like, 
And also, like, Sarah doesn't have a high tolerance for home improvement things that take more than a day. Like, like so I painted the hallway this, this week. So I did it over the weekend. I did, like, the blue on our skirting board over the weekend. Uh, like, our panel underneath. Honestly, if you don't know what my house looks like, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's like a wall. Our stairwell, our stairwell is essentially, like... Um, there's like a, there's like a dividing rail and the bottom bit is blue and the top bit is white. There you go. That's, that's all you need to know. Anyway, so I, um, repainted the hallway while I was sick with the flu on Saturday and I was like, this will be great. Um, you're welcome for that sound effect. And I, um, I was like, oh, I need to repaint the rest of this house because we got the attic redone. Um, so we got the attic, um, like the hatch for the attic was child size and then we got it moved like biggered to be an adult size um and so there was soot everywhere there was just like black all over the walls and things like that and like it's it, the walls are white um and so i was like oh i have to repaint the entire stairwell like the landing and this is like this is a, like a like a 1900s house this is like a like a hundred year old house with giant ceilings for no apparent reason well because I like high ceilings I think that's the point here anyway um so I, I was like this is gonna take like a couple of days at least like just just to let paint dry and everything and just this the sheer size of it and if you're doing two coats and everything like that um and so I was like I'm gonna do this while Sarah's away because like, if, if they come home one day and there's, like, paint things, they're going to be like, why is this here? Like, when I was repainting my office, um, I moved, like, I moved everything that wasn't, like, that couldn't be taken up to my bedroom. I just moved into the living room. And, like, the second day, Sarah was like, can you move everything out of the living room? And I was like, the paint's not dry yet. <laughs> like, I haven't done a second coat. This takes longer. <laughs> like, I went to work halfway through. I gotta, like, there's, it, it, it takes a long time to do things. To do things well. It takes a while. Anyway, anyway. Um, so I, so I knew, like, oh, I have an entire week. And then when they go away in July, I have an entire week to paint the kitchen again. Which is great. Love it. Anyway, so I was, like... So I, um, I go to the home base in, I want to say Pomp Prena, nope, somewhere like Rubina area. It's like, there's a home base that's shutting down. So if you're looking for some deals, go to that home base. It's the one in like North Cardiff. Um, hot tips. Cause I was like, I'm going to buy paint. And if I'm going to buy paint, it's going to be reduced. Um, so I went and bought some paint, bought some white and I bought, we already had blue in that, in the house. Um, and then I bought some gray to go on the railing and the, the skirting boards because the skirting boards were like, <laughs> the skirting boards were like black with soot on the landing and like scuffed up with like bike tire marks and all that jazz on the, like in the, in the main foyer. So I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get all of this paint and, and a roller and everything. We're just gonna do it. And I, and I did it and I did three layers of this railing and I was like, this is gonna look great. I'm so excited. I got all my tape out. I did all the taping. The third day, the third day of me, actually, no, I want to say the second day of me painting this, I, I come down in the morning and I peel off the tape of the, the railing so I can do like the other sections underneath. It peels off all of the paint on the railings and the skirting boards. 
and I am devastated as I bought the wrong fucking kind of paint. I bought the wrong, I bought a wall paint instead of a skirting board paint. Like, just because I'm a beautiful idiot who doesn't know anything. And I like, like in my mind, in my mind, okay, the last time I painted the railings and the skirting boards and everything, I just used the white paint for everything else. But I think the, the thing that the like, the, the difference this time was I didn't, like I taped everything because I wanted clean lines, which I didn't end up getting in the end. Anyway, so I go back to the B&Q, I buy a wall paint, no, a, a, a wood and metal paint, specifically for skirting boards and door frames. And I repaint the whole thing. And so this project took three full days and I'm like, I'm not even doing anything else. And they are the hottest days in the entire world. Um, and I'm just like there in my underwear, just like painting this wall, sweating. Um, and and I got it, and I got it done. And um, I'm gonna need to tidy up some of the lines because they are not clean. Um, it's like some of them is just like, it's just like little poo poo, just like on the wall. Never mind, never mind. Anyway, that's essentially what I did this week. Um, we also uh, re-shot promo for Hand in Hand Festival because we did it last Sunday. And then um, we couldn't get into the, the main hall of the f- Cornerstone. And so um, we went back on Wednesday and redid that, which was, um, it was, it was a blast. It took um, maybe an, maybe an hour, um, just cause there's like, there, like I'm meant to be in charge of the social media campaign and um, <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing cause I'm an idiot. Anyway, um, you should look out for that because I am, stunning in it like I fully just was like I'm gonna get into just full like clown face drag makeup and I'm gonna look really good and I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun and it's gonna be great and it's a real performance it's a real performance Ugh, it's gonna be great so look out for that I think it comes out on like the first of August or something so you'll have to wait to see me climb like doing cartwheels and climbing over the bar and there's there's a lot there's like one point where I do a bad cockney accent that becomes Australian and then I just cough at the end um anyway so that was that was that was exciting um yeah wow wow what else did I do this week? I went to a meeting. I did a podcast recording with the delightful Cat Deerfield. I went to a... What did I do on Friday? Oh, we had choir. Um, Sunday, I... Reupholstered a chair. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I went up to Wolverhampton on Friday. I went and saw my parents on Friday. This is... Honestly, it's been like the ladies of leisure week here at, here at the manor. It's been the ladies of leisure week where I've literally just, like, done white woman shenanigans. So I went up to my grandmother's old house because um, she's dead. Um, I don't need to, like... She wasn't there. It's okay. She's in the ground. Um, actually, I think she was cremated, but it doesn't matter. Um... So I went up to her old house because they're still cleaning it because she did not like she just had a bunch of stuff like truly just like all of the things that you would that you would accrue if you lived in the same house for like 50 to 70 years like truly just like so much stuff like truly what my house is now but like like more um and so I went up to get like a like a like a side table like a bedside table and 
a new armchair because the one in my office was the Ikea one that everyone has. You know that Ikea one that everyone has, the wingback one? And I moved it one day when I was like, I no, I was repainting that. <laughs> I was repainting my office. My office, you know, I was repainting my office and I moved it and the front like flat, the front like two legs just sort of like came off, like just like lifted off from the rest of the square base. Um, yeah, so it was broken for literally ages. And so, um, my mom was like, do you want this? And I was like, yeah. And so I went and, I went and picked that up on Friday and I saw my parents. That was nice. That was nice. Um, and then Saturday, I literally just spent all day painting it and reupholstering it and, and doing the side table as well. Um, turned out great. I wish I'd gone for like, uh, I, I went for like a yellow fabric and I painted the wood, um, the wood base black. And I wish I'd gone for like, I don't know. I think it fits in, but I wish I'd gone for like something a bit, bit more whimsical and a bit more angry. Like I wish I'd gone for like a print that you look at and you're like, oh, why does this hate me? You know? I think that's just me. <laughs> that is just me. That's a very Sam Hickman statement. I wish I'd gone for something that I look at and I just say, why does this hate me? Um, I wish I'd made that choice. Anyway, so Saturday, Saturday happens. Um, and then it's like 9 p.m. and I've just finished doing this chair and then I get a text from our dear sweet friend and friend of the show Emma Fox who's like are you coming to game night and I was like what no I missed it and and luckily everyone is a 15 minute walk for me so I was there in 15 minutes and I saw all of all of my friends so that was fun um and then today I've just been taking down the old Ikea armchair and I'm gonna go to the tip in a minute finishing up all of these projects it's been it's been a very leisurely week for me I haven't done any actual work what, like honestly if you came to this podcast and you were like what is Sam doing professionally I did one thing I worked one day this week and I was like I'm done thanks for thanks for having me I'm done <laughs> um I booked like a couple of gigs oh no I meant to talk about Saturday so Saturday I was meant to have a wedding um like like all other harpists that I follow on Instagram we're all working this weekend. So I, um, so I booked this wedding in, in like, I want to say September last year for this date for the 29th of June. Um, and I booked it in, she sent over the deposit. It was going to be great. I was very excited about it. I get like five different inquiries for the exact same date. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm already booked. Thanks. And I fully like forward them to like other colleagues. Like, um, Martha Powell, I forwarded one to her. Um, it did not seem like they actually booked her, which is like a shame, a shame. What a shame. Anyway, um, so I I get an email in December where she's like, "Oh hi, we have to cancel this," and I'm like, "No." She's like, "Can I have the deposit back?" And I'm like, "No, no, no." I had to turn down so much other work for this. Um, anyway, so like. Where, where am I, where am I, I have so many thoughts about this, but I was like, I, I think I was just, um, oh, I've completely lost, honestly, honestly, your guess is as good as mine as to what the next sentence I was going to say was. So yeah, I, um, I don't know. I was like, we had like fully sorted out music and everything. And I was like, oh no, just like, ugh, 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 I'm 
honestly, I'm slightly like it was it was kind of weird that I didn't get any other inquiries for the date as it was such a popular date after that. Like that was like six months ago, seven months ago and nothing. Um, because again, my career is dead, but yours doesn't have to be. And here is my suggestion. Okay, we all just take 25 pounds up on our any quote, any the next quote that you give add 25 pounds to it. That's what we're going to do this year. That's that's the only way we're going to actually actually make a living here, gang. Okay? So, the next time you quote someone something, add 25 pounds to it. And if we all do it, and if we all like honestly, I think someone needs to just like get into the UK Harp Association Facebook page and just be like, everyone add 25 pounds to everything. We we have to live like truly like truly 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 kids truly I don't want to be here in 10 years time and still being paid the same that I'm being paid now um it's a nice package but I just like like we have to fight wage stagnation and the only people who are going to do it are us um and I think if we just honestly we do 25 pounds this year we do 10 next year we do five every other year from that and it'll just it'll just make life easier um, and then it'll just, I don't know, I don't know, it'll just be, it'll just make our lives easier. I don't know, because like last year, I was working so much more, but I earned so much less. Like truly, like I went from, I think it was like 16,000 to 13,000 and I was working so much more, like so much more, like like touring and weddings and all sorts of things and I earned so much less. Ugh, anyway, um... I'm just gonna go through all of the all of the final points that I have um oh but that being said about this wedding I did get the deposit which is you know the fucking goal honestly get a 50 50 percent deposit if you're not already and don't give that back unless you have to cancel then give it back but write it in your little in your little invoices that is non-refundable they cannot have it back because like, honestly, I'm just like, there were, there were inquiries that were like, hi, this is two minutes away from your house. And we want you like cocktail, cocktail reception and ceremony. Like, like, and this was just the one that I was booked in for was literally, I think just a ceremony like in Swansea or something ridiculous. Um, and I'm just like, oh no, I turned down so much work. Anyway, any which way the wind blows doesn't really matter to me. I'm Susie McGee. Ugh, I put a I put a thing on my phone and now I hate it. Um anyway. I'm just gonna go through some some thoughts that I had this week. Um uh, firstly, the company tea pigs should really just be called like come slut expensive tea. Like, I don't understand why tea pigs is meant to be like, like, oh, like, like, you like fancy tea. Like, truly, just what? No, that's a gross statement that I have just said. Anyway, um, I'm thrilled for Lizzo. Again, hi, welcome to the podcast. If you've been listening for a very long time, you know that. Apparently, I am a Lizzo stan. Like, this is a Lizzo stan podcast. We're we're here for Sasha Flute. We're here for um, Flute Gang. We're here for all of the all of the things that Lizzo does. Um, because because we love her. 
that's that's it that's really what it is um we've all been on the lizzo train for a solid two years maybe three who knows um and I'm just like I'm thrilled that she gets to like do Glastonbury and she's doing great like I don't I don't know what it is but I see her do her do her things and I'm like good for her like she deserves this I also like that she is like in her 30s and we don't have to worry about her like that's I think that's my favorite thing about Lizzo being that she's like a full adult and I'm just like she will be absolutely fine like she's a full adult and now she's a full adult with money I'm just like you know what she'll be fine she'll spend it wisely she'll put it in a pension she'll buy a house she'll be fine like she deserves this she deserves this much like you dear sweet friend much like you anyway um this is this is a this is a very complicated thing as it is pride month um, as it is Pride Month and people love posting like cartoons and things about Pride. Um, and I saw one the other day that was literally just like naked people in it, like cartoons of naked people. And it was like all the different people. And it's really like, have you ever noticed how cisgender filmmakers love to show naked trans bodies? But like if they showed naked cis bodies in the same way, it would just be porn. Like it would, it's literally just porn. Like, like Iris Price is famous for this because they love, they love a cisgender filmmaker making a film about a trans person. Usually trans women, usually there is a shot where you just see peen and it's just like, how dare you? Like, what is this Buffalo Bill, the Danish girl? Like, absolutely not. Don't. We don't we don't need to see full frontal to just believe that she's trans. We'll we'll get it from the from the plot. We'll get it from the stories that you tell us. Anyway, like it's just like so the final the final three for the international um last year at Iris Prize, like one of them was called like Sleepover or something. It wasn't called Sleepover. It was it truly was it was in a block with one called like Slumber Party or something where it was just like two nice boys being friends. Um, but this it was like I think it, I think it was called like Foreplay or something insane. Oh no, it's called Pre Drink. That was it. That was it. And it was essentially just porn. It was just porn. And it was like the guy was fully closed the woman was completely naked and it was just porn and the like the juror this all like cis white gay jury was like we really loved the depiction of trans bodies and i'm like no it's porn <laughs> i talked about this during um iris cast last year if you want to go back i don't know what part it is i'm sorry they were all in parts um but it's just like yeah it, it's it's just one of those things where it's like there are obviously no voices in the room being like, oh, this is porn. You're just making porn. Stop making a softcore porno. Or if you want to make a softcore porno, just do a full porno and everyone's naked. Like, stop stop doing this. Stop, like, objectifying trans bodies in a way that doesn't... that In a way that you wouldn't do for cis-normative bodies. Like, it's just... These are my two cents, and I'm <laughs> I'm an icon now. I threw the first brick at Stonewall. I threw the first brick at Stu- Judy Garland. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to an event tomorrow. Um, thank you. Oh, you should come too. Oh, I gotta put in some plugs as well while I'm here. the The first plug is for the um 
fundraiser. So Radha came on the podcast and talked about the Gentle Radical fundraiser. That is finishing in a week. So you have one week left to donate to their fundraiser. Uh, GentleRadical.com, I think it is. You can find them on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. It's gentle slash radical. Um, and we will probably I will probably put a link to the fundraiser in the show notes. So go and donate to that. Um, Second thing, if you are a queer person and you work in the arts and you are in Cardiff, you should come to this event at um, Chapter. So there is an event tomorrow at, I want to say, what is it? 7 p.m. at Chapter. There is like a, like a queer arts meeting. A, a, a queer, a queer arts meeting. I'm like frantically trying to find this, um this thing that my friend and your friend Claire Vaughan posted the other day. She should be on the podcast. I talk about her enough. Um, anyway, so like there's, there's, I'm, I'm literally just trying to find this, find this thing. I'm sure I'll find it in a second. Give me a second and I will find it. I'm a singer. Did you know? All right. Um, here we go. Here we go. What, 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 what is it? What is it? Um, I'm reading. Can you tell I'm reading? Is that, I don't know. I'm just going to keep talking while this loads and then I can be like, oh, I know everything in the world. It is a, oh my God goodness okay great time for your website not to work susan come on come on you can load okay this isn't gonna load anyway um it is by scotty.co.uk with two e's um and it's queer plus trans art sector meeting first of july um and it is what how how does it how does it respond i'm just gonna read the post that our friend and yours claire vaughan posted on uh, Cardiff Queer Arts Collective, the Facebook group that you should be a part of if you are in this demographic of people who do all the things. Anyway, um, she said... Um, that the event is a response to all the bad shit that's been going on. A chance for us to get together and see what might be needed and offer support um okay so it's a very vague meeting but it's at seven at um chapter art center if you want to come <laughs> i'm going i'm going west of the river and uh, life may be peaceful there but i don't want to go there um i truly truly my garden furniture half of my garden furniture is still over there and i haven't been to pick it up because it's far away it's like really far away in my mind, but also in reality. Anyway, um, so that's that's tonight because this is Monday, first of July at seven p.m. at Chapter, um, and it's free. And it, I think it's just gonna be like a discussion panel or something, something easy, something easy. But the thing that I hate about this, the thing that I truly, truly hate about all of these, like, I like like young millennial young millennial lgbtq events is especially in the arts specifically in the arts is they always use the the term quote-unquote queer plus trans end quote like they always use that and it's just like no 
They're the same. There's, it's this, it's under the umbrella. That's the that's the whole point. It's the whole point of having one word is that it is one word. Like if you want it to be LGBTQIA plus, you can do that. But if you're gonna say queer, it's just queer. It's all of the things. It it's four letters. It it represents all the other four letters. Like. Come on, queer is five letters because there's two E's and a U. I can't spell hi. That's why you're here for spelling. Anyway, um, that's my like subtle gripe this week of, of people putting that as their like event description. And I'm like, can we not? Can, can we? Can we not? Can we not? Anyway. <sighs> To round out this episode, this very short episode, you are welcome, of Hyperlocal Celebrity with me, Sam Hickman. I thought I would um, read out all the Instagram messages I currently have because I have six. Um, no, I feel like I should shout out someone from the podcast. Um, uh, oh, I'm going to talk about Cara, Cara Welch. Um, because... Because... Um, she recently announced that she's getting rid of her pedal harp. Um, recently, I mean literally today. Today in my times. Yesterday in your times. Um, but she's getting rid of her pedal harp because she doesn't play it. Like, it's she... Uh, we were having a conversation and it was literally like... I don't... Like, like she was like, I thought it would be the next step for me. And, um, like, like the, the thought of having, like, all of this classical repertoire learned on a pedal harp to just whack out and she doesn't she doesn't play it she does she's like she's working three times a week like two or three times a week and she's doing all this stuff just with a lever harp and she she was like um it, she said in a private dm thank you um uh, <laughs> i always felt like i was not much of a harp player without a pedal harp and i had that exact same thought when I went to the Kamek Harp weekend like four years ago and I had like my little tiny lever harp like I had my Corrigan and all these other harpists had like these big like six foot tall like 15,000 pound instruments and I was like oh I I'm not I'm not a real harpist I'm just a silly harp I'm just a I'm just a little tiny baby who has a residency that doesn't pay me very much and a and, a, and I'm doing great, but I can't see it. And also, I needed to be paid more money for that residency. <laughs> anyway, I, yeah, it's, it's, and I was like, it's such a, it's such a thing that it's, it's like, it's a product of an inaccessible instrument is that like, with the, especially with the harp, because like my biggest concern getting a pedal harp was, am I going to fucking be able to play this thing? Because it's a completely different skill. Like, like playing a lever harp and playing a pedal harp are two, like, they're essentially the same, but they are two very different, like, skills. Like, you need, you need foot and hand coordination, whereas, like, lever, you just need hands and then problem solving and then also to be able to do, like, magic. Like, it's truly just, like, how do you do this? Whereas the other one is like, how can't you do this? I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway, I was like, it, it's like, you don't get to, like, in an ideal world, for my next harp, I would be able to try it out for a month before being like, this is the one that I want to buy. Because, like, like truly, we didn't know if it would fit in my car before we bought my harp. And it <laughs> it did not. And I had to swap cars with my parents. And, like, like it's 
it's such a weird it's such a weird industry because like rental harps and the ones that you rent are never the kind that you're like oh I'm going to buy this like it's never like you're never like oh this is the one that this is this is my next 10 years harp you know you're never like this is the one that's that's going to be a professional harp for the next 15 years and it's going to be great and you never get to just like try out harps in context like people love letting you try their harps and like there are loads like Kamak Harp Weekend is literally just trying a bunch of harps but like trying a harp out of context is so much different than being like hi you have to go make money with this like I think that's just I think that's such like just like an interesting thing because like last month when we were doing Philosophia and I got to play it on the Kamek Big Little Blue I was like oh I would love this um like like in my mind I'm like the pedals would be very difficult to just get used to because they're so close together. Like, but I think in my mind, I'm like, this is a smaller harp. It's a little bit lighter. It's a little bit more mobile. I It's it's electroacoustic. It's like everything that I want, but I just don't know if it will f- firstly fit in my car easier or like if, if it's going to like, if it's actually going to work in all the, the context of the gigs that I play. Like, that's, like, that's, like, the main thing. And I think that's the reason why all of these harpists have, like, DHCs. You know, like, the, the Borhens and Conan, like, electric harp. And yet, like, like half of them never use it. Like, it's truly just, like, sat in a corner somewhere because you use it, like, three times a year. And you're, like, worth it. Worth the 5,000 pounds. Like, it's just, like, like, we, I, I don't know. There's something, something needs to happen in this, in this industry where you can just try out a harp for a month. Um, <laughs> this is probably like a thing that everyone else is doing and I just haven't thought to ask. Um, <laughs> I haven't thought to be like, can I just borrow this for like six weeks, um, the whole summer and just like give it back when I'm done. Thanks. Thanks. I'm, I'm not good at maintaining relationships with people in power. That's the, <laughs> that's the thing. I'm just like, Oh, I know. I don't know. There's like a harp shop in Penarth. Um, I'm right. Yeah. Penarth. And the guy, like, fucking hates you. Like, truly. Oh, actually, I would recommend this harp shop because the guy fucking hates you. Like, I like I like going to the Camag shop and I haven't been in literally since I bought my Bardic um, because they're so close. I just, I don't know. Like, if I need strings, I'll just have them posted to me. Like, I don't need to do this little trip. They're, they're not open, like, that often. Anyway, um, this is going on for ages, but... Uh, if you have a harp that you want me to borrow for a month and a half, would love to. Would love to. That sounds like a blast. Should we all do a harp swap? That's a better idea. We should do a harp swap. <gasps> I like that. We should do like we should do a harp swap during like January, where no one really needs their own harp. Like no one is like, oh, I really need my one for January. We should do that for the three for the two and a half gigs that I may or may not have next year oh no I'm doing a wedding in January yeah if anyone wants to lend me a harp for a week in January a month a month in January (laughs) let's do that you can have mine (laughs) you can borrow mine for a week I'll borrow yours um we'll see if I give it back at the end like truly just like I'll be like no I want this one I'm sorry I'm so sorry um oh my goodness anyway 
This has been an episode of Hyperlocal Celebrity by me, the harp swapped queen, Sam Hickman, the woman single-handedly fighting wage stagnation within the harp industry. Um, thank you for listening. Um, rate and review on iTunes, I guess. Um, share with a friend. Don't share with a friend. I feel like these episodes are are bad. I feel like they haven't, they haven't, like, they, my life doesn't go anywhere enough to be like, oh, I've got this on the horizon and I'm talking to this cool person. I'm like, now I've talked to all my friends on the podcast. Um, we're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> There's nothing interesting happening in my life or in yours, but at least we have each other. Anyway, I'll see you next week. Goodbye, everyone.